The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions Contest. $14 million up for grabs. I need a piece of it. Get all the details at CircaSports.com. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice of the guys. Me, really real, villain real to our former junior here at your service. And Scott saved us, ladies and gentlemen. Scott saved us from Patrick coming on here and telling us about his terrible, crappy life. Because did I do anything to help us last episode? Absolutely not. We both tailed the fever in different directions, but tailed the fever. He took the fever on the money line. I took the fever team total over, and they go and get buried by the worst team in the league. You know, that's what happens when you you talk too bad on a team. Like, you can always crap on a team, but don't talk too bad because then they just go out there and play like it's the freaking finals. So, shout out to the Liberty getting it done. Killed both of our locks there. Uh, not Liberty, the Mercury, getting it done and killing both of our locks there. Liberty did not get it done at all, not even close whatsoever. Didn't get a first half money line play on them, but Scott cashes his parlay of the Minnesota Lynx money line and the over in the game with an overtime buzzer beater win behind Nalisa Collier. Plus 285 was the juice on that. Plus 285. So, not the worst day, because that two, plus 285 really saved us on the show, but you know, we could handle things. And then the weekend comes. And this is why you have to follow us. Because I'm telling you, until we grow this show to the point where it needs to be, I can't give you episodes every day. The budget doesn't allow for it. I can't give it to you. But what I can do is I can tweet out spots that I like. I can tweet out. I can tweet forever. Well, maybe not forever. Elon Musk is really, really trying to make sure that I can't tweet anymore. But I can tweet as much as I want as long as I don't hit a certain limit on the number of refreshes that I have and maybe end up in Twitter jail and a lot of other stuff that Elon Musk has talked about. So this weekend, I noticed something. I said, hmm, I haven't bet a birthday game in a very, very long time. So I went on the, on the schedule and I said, who's the next marquee player with the birthday? And it was Neka Gumake against the dream her point spot was at 19 and a half i said all right let's just blindly take her birthday game it works in the nba might as well work in WNBA. 19 and a half was her point spot 25 plus was plus 330 30 plus was plus 1060 she starts off slow in the game of course and then easily cruises to 25 and three quarters the only reason we did not get 30 was because the Sparks were getting slammed so hard that she did not play a minute in the fourth quarter. She could have got five points in the fourth. So shout out to everybody that follows me. You think I'd be just asking for followers for followers? No, I'd be trying to pass y'all information too. Neka Gumke over 19 and a half plus 25. That was a good birthday hit. And now we got to pay attention and see when we get some other starters with birthdays for the rest of the season because Neka set the tone very, very strongly. Got my guy John Ginder here with me breaking down a four-game slate in the WNBA. Gindy, what's going on? 
What's going on, man? Uh, two things I thought about. Um, I wrote an article about the circuit contest uh, that you can find on SGPN. So if anybody wants more information and some strategy talk, I did yep. that. And uh, uh, Shameless of- plug there. Shameless yeah. plug. SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Go check out that article on circuit. And speaking of the birthday game, I remember when you tweeted that like a week ago. Remind me when the game was. And I totally forgot. And I forgot to bet it, and then I, I saw it in real time, and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot to bet this. So, happy for you, sad for me. Yeah, I mean, happy birthday, Neko. Happy birthday. Appreciate the birthday cash and you do for us. Birthday games are great, man. Birthday games are great. It's just a, such an easy handicap. I don't have to think about anything. I just put the bet in, and I come back and look at it. It's totally amazing. All right. Before we get into this large four-game slate, gotta talk to you about Circus Sports because, first of all, you should just go. I mean, it's super easy. Just go to the website. You go to the website, our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Then you can go and check out Kenny's article on Circus. I mean, it, it $14 million in prizes up for grabs. There's no rake. There's no, there's no rake here. All the money is going to the people here. Circa Millions, Circa Survivors. Circa Millions is where you can pick five games. Just five. That's it. Five NFL games a week. That's it. Just five NFL games a week. ATS each week. And we'll see who comes out on top. Circa Survivor, you just get one money line winner each week. That's it. Just pick one team to win every single You can't pick one team to win. You don't think you can pick one team to win every week. Just one. It doesn't matter. Now, you can't go and use the same team over and over and over again. No, you use that team. You burned them. But you have one game to pick. One game to pick out of what? How many games on the weekend? Come on. You can do that. Go tap in. Enter in Vegas. And you can play from anywhere. So go go to Vegas. If you live in Vegas, sign up. If you need a proxy, let me know. I can, I can find somebody that had a proxy for you, and you'll do pretty good. They'll put your picks in for you. And we'll also be out there the last weekend of August. To, that's the major big sign-up weekend in Circus Sports. SGP will be out there. CircusSports.com for all the details you need. Check out Gindy's article at SportsGamingPodcast.com. And I just have a question for you. So let me know. You can let me know in the comments. You can let me know. In the reviews for this podcast, WNBA Gambling Podcast, including me in the reviews, what are you doing with the money when you win? Let me know. Just let me know. What are you doing with the money when you win? I'm uh, going to buy a Ford Bronco, and I'm going to wear that blue jacket that you win in the survive in the Circus Survivor because you got a free jacket. I think that's cooler than the money, which makes me probably crazy, but give me a one-on-one jacket any day. Because give me the money. <laughs> because give me the money. <laughs> What's she talking about? Jacket. Yeah, all right. All right. You can have the jacket. I'll take the check. How about that? Let's do a joint team. You can have the jacket. I'll take the check. I don't hate that. <laughs> the problem with that is I tried to do joint survivor teams before, and it's so hard sometimes to agree. You know, you feel one way, and then somebody's like, no, nah, I think that team's going to lose. And then you're at a crossroads. Oh yeah, Survivor definitely. I feel yeah, because if because if we go with your pick and they lose, I'm be heated. So like, yep. I would rather have a joint team in Circle Millions, like Sean and Ryan do. They they yeah. both throw their lock and dog in there, and then they come to a consensus on one more pick. Okay. All right, let's see here. 
Let's go ahead and get down on this slate. We have the Phoenix Mercury traveling to Brooklyn to play the New York Liberty. Liberty opened up as a 12 and a half point favorite. The line is currently sitting at minus 15 and a half. 166 and a half is the total. That's come up four points from 162 and a half. Injury report for these two teams. And let's see here. For the New York Liberty, we have, uh-oh, you still got Stephanie Dolson out with that ankle injury and Han Su, who is playing with her international team overseas. And you have, for the Phoenix, Mercury, Shea Petty is questionable with the Achilles injury. Sophie Cunningham is questionable with that concussion. And Skylar Diggins-Smith is still out with maternity leave. So... Looky, looky here. Minus 15 and a half with the New York Liberty. How are you tackling this one, Gindy? Um, so I've got it at New York minus 14 on one book. Um, I, the Mercury, like you said before, I don't want to talk so bad about a team, but the Mercury are just not that good. Um, I think New York has still got some kinks to work out, but I think they can beat them by 14. I do. I think they could probably beat them by what you say was 15. 15 as well. I, I think, yep. I don't think this game's going to be close. Um, so New York, uh, to cover 14, obviously on the money line, um, looking at some stuff though. I do like the first quarter and first half plays a lot. They're both uh, minus minus one ten, and it's Liberty minus four and a half first quarter and eight and a half for the half. I really like those. I think there's no reason why they're not up by 10, at least at halftime. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's really, like, when I see the Phoenix Mercury, I automatically just get my fingers itching at whatever this first, how am I going to fade this team in the first half? This is the worst team in the first half in the WNBA. Last five games, 39 points per game, uh, by far, well, maybe not by far, but definitely last in WNBA. Their points margin is one of the worst in WNBA in terms of the first halves in the first half and what they're able to do scoring. They give up a bunch of points, uh, opponents points per game in the first half, and they are at 44 and a half. Mindful, this is with the outlier of the freaking Indiana fever that just came in there and did absolutely nothing. So I'm still fading this Mercury team in the first half. I just got to figure out how I'm going to fade them in the first half. And with this one, it's probably going to be that Liberty team total over. I mean, we got it last time with this against this Mercury team. Why would we not get it this time? And a little bit of um, what was I talking about? A little bit of this Merc this Liberty team trying to really, really secure their offense and just feel really, really, really good about their offense going forward. Uh, they did not live up expectations in that Aces game. They didn't live up expectations at all, and it wasn't even close, and they felt like offensively they had some things to still work out. They have 81 points in their last two games, but that still feels like a little bit low for them. And so I expect to see them try to make things click a little bit more offensively here. Give me the New York Liberty first half, minus 46.5 in the first half. That's how I'm playing this one. Uh, that's the bet I'm putting down for this game. But 
looking at the side in total, I just there's no way it doesn't matter what they're playing. This Mercury team, I'm sorry, this Mercury team is sitting here at three and twelve on the season. ATS two and eight in their last ten games, one and six on the road, two and eight as an underdog. Like it's really really bad over in Phoenix. So. I'm going to continue with the Liberty. I like the Liberty, that first half play. I like Liberty for the full game. The total is interesting because I don't know if Phoenix is going to be able to score. I think I would lean Liberty overs, but an under for the full game total because I truly, truly don't know if Phoenix is going to be able to score on the road here. Yeah, I had, I, I'm with you. I've been going back and forth on it. As of now, I'm looking at the over. And I just looking at it for the sole fact that I think the Liberty are going to put up so much points, and I think that the Mercury can still put up maybe sixty some, and I, I think the Liberty are going to be close to a hundred. So it's going to be one of those within a point or two. Uh-huh. So I could change my mind though. All right, let's get over to player props. What do you like here in this one? Um, there's a couple. I really like Laney. Over ten and a half points for the sole fact that it's plus money, and I just don't think that that should be plus money. Just of how good their offense is, any of them mm-hmm. could go off. Same thing with uh, John Quell Jones is at ten and a half at plus money. So I would say pick uh, one of the ones you like there. I'm going with Laney just because I'm not sold on John Quell Jones and what's going on this year. It's it's too inconsistent there for me, um, and I like uh, Vandersloot over eight and a half assists. Uh, minus one fifteen because literally the ball is glued to her, her hands as the point guard. So I think I don't want to call it as as much as a lock as at, but it's it's getting close to becoming as much as a lock for her and her assists. So yeah, no, I like it. I'm also that was really the big play that I found there that I liked. I wanted Courtney Vandersloot over eight and a half assists. I see it at like minus one thirty five. Uh, that is. The better bet that I have for, I think that where I'm going with this one is I want to play Sabrina Ionescu over 13 and a half points, minus 113. And I'll actually, I think I'm going to take her up to 20 as well. But I'm getting Sabrina Ionescu 20 plus for plus 385. Now, there's multiple reasons why you could be afraid that she doesn't get here. One, they're probably not going to play the whole game because they should blow the blow the Mercury out. However, and I got to play devil's advocate. There are some systems. I got to find out which system it is. But there is a system out there, uh, you know, one of those SDQL systems where it does say take the Mercury. Now. I wouldn't take this penny that I just found on the floor and put it on the Phoenix Mercury. But devil's advocate say the Phoenix Mercury actually makes this game competitive. Is Sabrina not going to get the opportunity to score 20 plus points? Like I, I don't, I, I would much rather her threes, but I don't have like an alternative threes prop. Because if she gets the 20 plus points, she hit like five threes. So I don't have an alternative threes prop. So I'm rolling with. Her points and and this twenty plus points at plus three eighty five, but didn't play that game against them earlier this season with that hamstring injury. But last year she has a twenty point game against them, a ten point game against Phoenix, a twenty two point game against Phoenix. I think she's going to be able to find her her shot. She was four for eight in that last twenty two point game. In the twenty game, she was one for eight from three. So 
a little bit up and down in three, but I think she, she still has the opportunity as the second best scorer on this team to be able to get the 20 points. So I like Sabrina Unesco to have a good day today. Yeah. And I would say, you know, as soon as you listen to this, um, Vandersloot's one minus 115 for assists right now on DraftKings. So I, I've realized, you know, to capitalize on this stuff, you really got to shop around because what's 130 or 150 somewhere else might be closer to even money, you know. So you got to look at all the books. You can catch them slipping sometimes. Uh-huh. All right. Let's see here. Anything else on this one before we move on? Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. All right, before we get to the last two games playing today, got to talk to you about Underdog Fantasy because Best Ball Mania 4 is here. And similar to Circa, they're giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Fantasy, man, we just have the greatest supporters of this show trying to give you people, the people, money. Trying to give everybody money. you got to tap in with them. And they have a great pick contest where you can play WNBA props like we're talking about right now. Sabrina Ionescu's up there. Courtney Vandersloot's up there. All these props. You may put an underdog parlay together by the end of the show. But so many ways to win. And underdogs available in so many states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Indiana Fever going to play the Minnesota Lynx. Lynx opened up at the game opened up as a pick 'em. Now it is Lynx minus one and a half. One sixty-five and a half is the total, up two and a half points there. Injury report for these two teams, and we have for the Minnesota Lynx. Tiffany Mitchell is out to about mid-July with a wrist injury. Jessica Steppard still out. Area Power is still out. You have, let's see here, Natalie Achanwe is still out. And for the, dang, who's that? the fever? I had a brain fart. They're clean. Clean injury report. Nothing to worry about there. Shout out to Lisa Smith for hitting me uh, a little side bet this weekend. Got her on the – I watched the Ryan Howard snub game happen in my face, and I said, oh, man, why? how did I forget to play Ryan Howard as an all-star snub? So I immediately went to go bet Nalisa Smith as an all-star snub because her game hadn't started yet. Lions, I think Lions at like minus 13. It was like 13 and a half points. She finished with 27. So shout out to her. Back to this game, though. Fever on the road playing links. What do you like? Um, I'm I really like watching Minnesota right now. I think they are continuing to get better each and every week. So I think Minnesota can win this game and cover. Obviously, it's not many points to cover. Um, and I like Minnesota money line as well. I think Diamond Miller is going to become one of my my favorite players for the sole fact that I accidentally double bet her points in the last <laughs> game, and she she hit it so i'll be forever grateful um but i think the books are i think i got it at like 10 and a half or 11 i, I couldn't even believe it at plus money um but the books are getting smarter i think she's seven like 17 and a half 18 now so but yeah i i think minnesota is going to continue to improve game over game um and obviously they have a good coach so they seem to be getting the ship right there so give me minnesota yeah, I'm rolling with Minnesota too here. I mean, we're 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 lockstep so far, and I was really hoping you go Indiana so we could have a little bit of debate here. But uh, no, I just think that 
this Minnesota team was in the same situation that we saw this storm team earlier in the year of they had a really really tough schedule and when they started playing a lot of easier teams they started to you know show up and play a little bit better here and so it's a couple of uh shout out to my guy ron ron ronald kabang what's ron's uh twitter name it is you capper sports at you capper sports shout out to him he sends me and we talk about a bunch of these systems that and matches and all this stuff shout out to austin as well uh we talk about a bunch of these system matches and stuff and the links were were a heavy hit today and just saying that hey we're gonna go and we're gonna fade a team on the road like the indiana fever that's been playing well but this links team's been playing well as well you have uh fate in a team uh, off of two wins so uh, you could fade a team off of two wins with one of the games coming in overtime. There's also an underplay here as well with a team coming off under to overtime, coming in and playing the under on the Minnesota Lynx here. So uh, they have the trend data that's sitting there saying, tell me, take the Lynx, take, take the under in this game. And I mean, if you sit here and you look at what these two teams have been doing recently, uh, specifically uh, to the total because i found the total very interesting you got three of the last five for indiana have gone under and you actually have three of the last five for minnesota that's gone over and you see over money coming in because you look at the overall season and indiana's nine and seven six and four on the road but then you have minnesota seven and nine to the over and three and four at home one and three is a favorite so uh, a little bit of conflicting data there. But if we just sit here and say that both of these offenses had really, really good, good timeout over the past couple of games. And then you add the fact that the Lynx are coming off of an overtime game in the past few games, which is really helping to boost their stats. They, I think that game went over anyway, but it still is helping to boost them and what they're doing offensively. It just feels like this is a nice spot to get a contrarian under because everybody's betting the over. Everybody's seen what's going on when he's the past two time, few times these two teams have played. I feel like it's a very, very good contrarian spot to catch under here. I like the under for the Minnesota Lynx and Indiana Fever, 165 and a half. In terms of my favorite play on the side, I am taking Minnesota minus one and a half with you, but I'm actually going to bet Minnesota in the first half. I think what's that minus a half? I know uh, the minus, quarter is minus a half. I, let me look. Yeah, the half. Yeah. 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 So when, when the first half, minus a half for the Minnesota Lynx, and you sit here and look about look at what Indiana, this is really more of a play off of Indiana than a play on uh on Minnesota because if you look at Indiana in the first half wait that is the full game stat let me pull up my first half stat all right first half Indiana is scoring about 44.4 points per game which is pretty decent that is fifth in WNBA however and that's over the past five games again everyone I'm doing past five games just a smaller sample size here 44 and a half and 44.4 points per game shout out to Jay-Z but you also have one and four straight up in the first half. So they're scoring, but they're not winning the first half. They actually have a plus minus of minus six and a half in the first half. Whereas this Minnesota Lynx team, who is not scoring in the first half, 
They're at 41.4 points per game in the fa- in the first half of the past five games, eighth in WNBA, but they have a four and one straight up record. They have a 0.6 win margin as well in the first half. And it's really coming down to defensively, they're holding teams pretty solidly. Like they're being able, they're finding ways to do it well. They're actually third in WNBA in opponents' points per game in the first half, 40.8 over the past five games. And so I'm going to back Minnesota here because I think this is an under game. So if it's an under game, they're going to force Indiana under what they normally do in the first half and find a way to win like they've been doing over the past five first halves. So I'm taking the Minnesota Lynx here, minus a half on the first half. That is my favorite play on the side in this one. Yep, and I'm with you as well on the under. I, I have it written down, so I like the 165 and a half. It's going to be a close uh, game. Yeah. All right. What do you like here, player prop wise? Uh, there's two that really stand out to me. I mean, Collier's playing the lights out, um, and the, all the offense runs through her, uh, even with Diamond Miller there. Uh, plus money, uh, 25 plus points, 124. I don't. I don't think. I think she's at the point where I don't even know if that should be plus money anymore. But mm-hmm. I'll take it every time they give it. And I also like. Is it Uhas? I think is how you pronounce it. Over six and a half rebounds at plus one hundred two. I think she's she's pretty active on the boards. So I like six and a half, and I love plus money anytime I see it. All right. I am. So, if you didn't catch the trade news over the weekend, Queen Agbo has been traded to the Minnesota Lynx. Not Minnesota Lynx, I'm sorry, but to the Washington Mystics. And so, I think that opens things up for Aaliyah a little bit more, maybe even Elisa as well. Like, without her coming off of the bench, you're you're basically trusting them, one, to stay out of foul trouble, and two, to just secure a lot more rebounds and be dominant on the glass. And I mean, both of them have been really, really good. So I, I would like a play on Aaliyah Boston or Nalisa Smith's rebounds. Nalisa's at nine and a half at minus 106. Aaliyah Boston's at eight and a half at minus 128. I think I kind of lean Aaliyah a little bit more. But I'm also going to back Aaliyah Boston points at 14 and a half minus 128 here. I think that she is due for a good game in this one, especially expecting this game to be battled inside the paint a little bit more and to see it go down in the trenches. So I think Aaliyah Boston can have a really nice uh, bounce back game from a four point game that she had over the course of the weekend against the Chicago sky. And so looking at what she did earlier this season in June 9th, she had a 10 and 11 against them in 33 minutes. I think that's the only matchup they had this year. And so, yeah, I like Aaliyah Boston here. Any thoughts on Aaliyah Boston play? Yeah, I would I would suggest to you if you're really high and think she's going to get, you know, high on her and think she's going to get 10 rebounds, she's plus money on DraftKings right now, over 9.5 plus 100. Uh, you said you liked her at 8.5. If you like one more, plus money's there for your, your cake. And- yeah, no, yeah. Plus, I definitely, I definitely love it at plus money to just go ahead and see if she gets 10. I think she can have a double-double on this one. That is about it for that game. Let's get on to the next one. We have the rematch of what just happened the other day. The Atlanta Dream are this time traveling to Los Angeles to play the Los Angeles Sparks. Sparks are laying one and a half here. 
168 and a half is the total injury report here for these two teams. And we have for the, let's see here, for the Sparks. And that, that's going to be a doozy. Oh, whoa. I lost my injury report. Oh, okay here. And we're back. So we have Jordan Canada, who's now probable to play today. Chanae and Gumake looks like she's still out. Lexi Brown still looks like she's still out. Nia Cloudin looks like she's still out. Uh, Larisha Claire Dunn is still out. And which Samuelson is this one? Katie uh, Samuelson yeah. is out as well. So, again, very, very, very tough injury report for the Los Angeles Sparks. And for the Atlanta Dream, Ari McDonald, you know, she's out for a while. So... You have the immediate rematch because what was it just on Saturday? No, it was a Sunday. It was Sunday. The Atlanta Dream went and buried the Los Angeles Sparks at home, 112 to 84. What are you liking this one? Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I am so done with the Sparks. I just, I am so done. It's not their fault. I know. I just like Jordan Canada getting five assists in the first quarter and then not getting an assist that entire game. I think it was against Chicago and it was at five and a half is still just, it just, I don't understand how that's even possible, especially because of how much um, she has the ball in that team. I personally think the wrong team is favored here. I cannot believe that Atlanta is getting the points in this game. I, I think Atlanta, you saw them. They're finally breaking out. They're very inconsistent to start the year off, but they're, Heading in the right direction, they show they can keep up with teams, you know, with the Liberty and even beat the Liberty. So I cannot believe that they're getting points here. So I am hammering the them at plus one and a half. Um, I I think they're going to win the game outright as well. Um, so I'm obviously taking the money line, and I do like the over at one sixty eight and a half in this game. I can't. I really, 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 really want to back the Sparks on a revenge game at home. But I cannot do it with this injury report. I physically cannot bet them. I do think there's regression on Atlanta's side. I very much do think there is a lot of regression here. And there is system matches for Atlanta here. Again, shout out to my guy, Ronald for sending me this earlier this morning, but he was telling me that, hey, it, and we do this in the NBA too. We, we like to fade teams after long road trips. Coming back home, you think that everything's sweet when you get back home, but you're really, really, really tired. You just slept in your bed for the first time in, what, a week, two weeks sometimes. And so uh, teams are a lot more sluggish there, and that's a spot where you see this Atlanta Dream team who's, either been in Atlanta or in DC over the past couple of couple of weeks. And so they really, really haven't had any travel situations. They're a lot more rested team and they're the more healthy team apparently because you see this injury report for the Los Angeles Sparks. So I just can't get out of not betting Atlanta here. So I'm back in Atlanta here. Get it done on the road. But I do think there's regression. Is Ryan Howard going for 40 again? I doubt it. She's really, really good. Nothing against her, but I doubt she's going for 40 again. I don't think De'Erica Hanbury is going to have the amazing game that she had again. I think scoring is going to come down. So I'm actually on the under here. I like backing the under 
in the second game of these back-to-back sets. And I'm going to continue to do it here. Give me the under 168 and a half. I think that it's just more inefficient. Not even more of these defenses adjust. Like, yes, do I think Kurt Miller will find a way to make an adjustment? Yes, absolutely. He's a great head coach. But I think that for this is going to be more of just the inefficiency of these two teams tonight. And it's just going to be a lot of missed open jump shots because they were hitting everything in that last game. So I will take the under 168 and a half. Player props, what do you like here? Um, I think Ryan Howard's finally back on a consistent level. Um, so I like 17 and a half points here. Obviously she's not going for 40 again, um, but I like her over 17 and a half points. And even at 20 plus she is plus two Oh five. I think mm-hmm. she can easily have a 20 point night. Um, let's see what else. I mean, if I don't know if she's going to have as many threes. I did notice though. It's Howard over two and a half threes at plus plus one eighty six, which is at least making me think about it. I don't know which way I'm going to go. Um, and I have Canada's five and a half assists on my paper with a big question mark next to it because it's one of my favorite plays. But like I said, I think the past, it definitely didn't hit last time and it didn't hit the game that she got injured. Um, and that's in the back of my head as well with her having an injury, you know, in that game that she did play a little bit, you could tell she could hardly move her arm. So I don't know you know, where that is at fully, um, or if we're going to have a game where she's really hesitant to pass just because of the arm injury. So uh-huh. it's at plus money. It's plus a hundred. If you like it, it's there. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. And it's, it's a little bit brutal. Cause she doesn't, uh, we'll see what, what happens because she didn't play the last game. So that's going to be a better addition. If she's able to go in this one is the fact that, you know, Jasmine Thomas started last game, nothing against Jasmine Thomas, but she has been dealing with injury over the course of the year. And Desi Henderson played heavy minutes in uh, one for seven, but she had six assists. So the assist could still be there for Jordan Cannon and coming back game. Actually, if Canada plays, I like her points. And I think she's going to be able to score. I'm a it's one Canada of those. Fan. It's it's one of those things where you better points, and then she goes off for assists. Then you better assists, and she goes off for her points. Like I think I've bet both of them almost every game this year so far. Find a a points and assists line. A point. I'm sure. Let's yeah. go to underdog. Underdog. You're lucky. Right. We don't have that up here in the great state of Pennsylvania. We have underdog, but we can't do any of the points bets on there. But we can really. Yeah, it's not fun. I always get all so right. jealous of seeing everybody or you talking about it on here. And I'm like, all right, well, I can't do that at all. Shout out to the great Commonwealth of Virginia for allowing me to do whatever I want in these games. Let's look at Jordan Canada here. We have Jordan Canada points and assists at 19. I like that. I think that's yeah. a really good play. So I, I will, I will co-sign that one, even though Gindy can't bet it and give me over 13 and a half for Jordan Canada plus 100. I think she'll be able to score. Maybe it may not get a lot of people, but I think my favorite bet is probably going to be NECA over nine and a half rebounds at yeah. minus 106. She had five rebounds in that last one, but I just have to assume that they are going to hammer, hammer, hammer the rebounds. They got out rebounded 40 to 33 in that last game. It got, it's going to be a lot of misses in this game. I'm expecting to see a lot of misses. So I think that NECA can easily come up with 10, have her another double double on the season. She's been doing really, really well rebounded basketball. So I'll take NECA Gumake over nine and a half. Uh, rebounds. If you can find an eight and a half, do that as well. But all right, let's move on because we're getting here, getting a little extended on time. Luckily, 
Last game of the slate, Las Vegas Aces welcoming the Dallas Wings. Aces open up as a minus 13.5 point favorite. They are now minus 14.5. 175.5 is the total. 173.5 is where it opened up at. Injury report here for these two teams and for the Dallas Wings. Diamond Shields, we know, is going to be out for a while. And for the Las Vegas Aces, we have Rakana Williams out indefinitely with her back as well. So pretty clean injury report for these two teams. What do you like here for the New no, I'm sorry, not New York, but the Las Vegas Aces and the Dallas Wings? Yeah, so this is the game of the night that I'm the most excited for. I... Obviously, I'm an Aces fan, but I really enjoy I watch a lot of Dallas games. I think I've watched almost every one this year. Uh, they're a fun team to watch, and I think that this game is going to be ridiculously fast-paced and high-scoring. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, this is the first time all year where I've thought about not taking the Aces. Um, well, you know, taking the wings plus the points. But I, for some reason, I just think this game – is going to be a shootout, but the Aces are going to be able to beat them pretty good at the end. So I'm taking the Aces minus 14 and a half. I could regret that, though. Huh. I am. This is how I'm going to play this one. And I think I'm just going to trust the Aces in the same spot that they've been pretty good for the past however many games, definitely the past five games, and that's the first half. They're scoring 54 points in the first half, 5-0 and straight up in the first half over the past five, over the past five first half, 54 points. And you look at Dallas, who is 3-2, and two, but they're scoring 40.4 points in the first half. Uh, the pace is insane for both of these two teams in the first half. Uh, two of the top teams in terms of pace in the first half. And then you have the uh, opponent stats. And Dallas a little bit better defensively, but they're still, still, mm, are they going to be able to cover all the options for the Aces? I don't know. I don't know. Aces can let teams score points in the first half, but they are 100% going to score. So ultimately here, what I'm looking for is an Aces team total over in the first half. And, Give me a note. Just give me an over. Give me a first half over 89 and a half. I think that that's going to go over in the first half. And But if you're afraid of the Dallas piece of it, which I understand being afraid of the Dallas piece of it, I think the Aces are definitely going to score in the first half. So give me an Aces team total over. Let me get you an actual number for that. Yeah, and while you look for that, I, you know, I really like the first quarter over at 44 and a half. I, I think he, he, both these teams are easily going to put up 20 points in the first quarter. That's that's a given. So you really only need to find four and a half points somewhere in there. So I'm at minus 120 over 44 and a half in the first quarter. Aces over 48 and a half minus 115. I like their first half. Uh, what's the what's this? What's the, what's it minus eight? Um, now that I say now that I say minus eight not out loud, I don't necessarily think I like it. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with the total. I think the Ace is gonna score. Like at the end of the day, they're gonna score in the first half. Whether Dallas cho- chooses to show up scoring wise or not, I don't care. I just think that the Ace is gonna score. So I'll take Ace's team total over in the first half. It's basically hit in almost every single game. And like I said, fifty four and a half points over the past five games. So all right. 
Uh, so what did we what did we hit on? Oh, full game. Mm. Nah, I'm not believing it. Give me aces for the full game too. Minus fourteen half. For the total one seventy five and a half. Ooh, that is high, man. But to me, I, the way I broke it down is I'm. I think the aces are going to put up a hundred in this game. So my. The question I would ask you is, do you think Dallas can put up the 75 and a half that we would need? I don't think the Aces care if they do, if they put up a harness. So I guess you got it. I mean, Aces last four and one to the over the last four, uh, five games. Dallas four and one to the under in their last five, actually. Uh, one thing I think when looking at the ogre with the Aces and the Liberty, too, they don't pull their starters until – pretty deep into that fourth quarter even when they're up they like to let them play to gel so that's something i always consider you know we're not going to see people pulled early when the aces or the liberty are playing and so that applies here with the aces and even when they do pull some a lot of times they'll leave jackie young in or they leave chelsea gray in. so you still have a good facilitator when chelsea gray's in there so i I like the over here Um, but i yield to you yeah, no, I go over. It's a really high total, but uh, I mean, Ace has been really good, and I just think they're not going to care to stop the Dallas defensively. So, unfortunately, I'll go over. But I, I prefer the first half over. Betting it, I'll probably bet the first half over and just get the first half out the way rather than playing the full game. Ace is actually four and five to the over in at home, so slightly under team at home. But everything else screams over for this team. Player props, what do you what do you have your eye on? Yeah, I mean, it's getting at a point where when you're betting the Aces player props, you have to pretty much decide who you think is going to have a, a good game because everything is so high for the Aces. Like, you have to nail who you're getting. Um, so I'm staying away from the points because it, it literally could be anybody's night, and I don't like to just sit here and guess at whose night it's going to be. I like to have some reason for it. Uh-huh. Um, so I like Gray still at six and a half assists. Um, I mean, she again has the ball, and and literally when she's passing, anybody could score at any time, and that's what you love when you're looking at assists. So Gray minus one fifteen, six and a half assists. Um, one thing also stood out to me is Kelsey Plum at plus two and a half threes. She is finally shooting really well over the past couple of weeks. So if you think she's going to have a good game tonight at plus two and a half threes, she loves to she loves to shoot threes. So I don't think it's going to be a concern. Um, so plus one thirty four over two and a half threes. Oh man, Jackie Young's been so consistent, man. Just give me Jackie Young over nineteen and a half. Look, I got her. Yeah. I need to make the. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I need to make the case for the Jackie Young for MVP. I bet her at the beginning of the season at MVP, and I just put ten bucks, and it literally would. I think it. I don't even remember. I think it was like fifteen hundred or nineteen hundred dollars on a ten dollar bet. So I'm making the case. I have a. People can hear me right now. Start putting it out in the atmosphere. Jackie Young for MVP. All right. I love it. I love it. All right. 
Give me Arike. Arike over three and a half assists in this one. I gotta think that they're gonna try to force the ball out of her hands. Like if you're if you're gonna try and do anything, you're gonna try to force the ball out of her hands. And she has a really good option to give it to in Satsu Sabali, who can really score in this game. And I think she can have a solid game inside the paint. Like that has been one thing that if there was something to be critical on of this Aces team, it is the paint defense at times. And so give me Satsu Sabali over 17 and a half and give me Arike over three and a half assists. I think that that's a little correlated. Hopefully Satsu has another really good game. She's coming off a 27-point game against the uh, Mystics over the weekend. So, All right. I have nothing else for this one. Let's go ahead and get into our lock and dog for the slate. Gendy, I will toss it over to you. What do you like here for your lock and dog? Oh, I was. Um, let's see. I don't really have a dog yet. I'm locking in. I like that over of the, the Aces game, the 175 and a half. I'm locking that one in. All right. And for a dog, I'll take I'm, – I'm really high on this Juhas over six and a half assists. She's had double-digit or, or rebounds. She's had double-digit rebounds in quite a few games. Uh, so take that at plus 102. Puppy dog. Puppy dog. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll let it slide for the day. It, it, it's not much to pick from. We'll let it slide for the you day. You know what? It, uh, hold on. I'll get back to you. You you talk a little bit. I'll make you. I'm going to put her and Howard's 20 plus points over and see what I get. Okay. There we go. Look, peer pressure. Got to love it. All right. From a lot, let's go with Minnesota. Minus a half in the first half. I think they're, they're by far the better first half team. I think they're in a better spot at home here. I think this is a little bit of a letdown for the Fever. And Minnesota's play has played really, like, sub-500 teams really, really well. So give me Minnesota to get it done in the first half. Minus a half, that is my lock. For my dog here, let's go with a... Huh, do we... Is there a player that I can just completely get behind? Or do I just want to go ahead and give out a little, little parlay? I think that, yeah, let's just do some, mm, let's take a couple of unders. Let's go with a couple of unders for my dog here. It's after the holiday. Could be a little slump. You know, had too much, too many glizzies, had too many hamburgers, cake, all that stuff. Had fun with family. You come in here and slow things down a little bit. It's not as much. Give me the under in the Atlanta Dream and the Los Angeles Sparks game. Parlayed with the under in the Fever and the Minnesota Lynx game. That's going to pay out plus 260. Two-leg parlay there, taking the under in both games. Gindy, have you decided to find a larger dog, or are you going to yes. be a puppy? We, I got you. Uh, Howard, 20-plus points against the Sparks for Atlanta, and Juhas rebounds over 6.5, uh, plus 5.16. that make you happy? Good enough yeah. for you? You want even 5, bigger? 5.16 five, is great. That's amazing. That was way, that was double what I did, so perfectly <laughs> fine with that. And you know what? I'm trying to tell you, people, do I condone bullying in any facet? No, I don't. But in spaces like this, bullying works. 
just so you know. All right, you can find him at Gindiana Jones. I'm at really real underscore underscore on Twitter. I'm telling you, we had the plays this weekend. Might want to those follow and make sure you are liking this video. I see 15 of y'all, so we should have a good amount of likes. Good amount of likes on this video when I go check and put in some information later. So I'm gonna be checking. Make sure you like the video on YouTube and check us out on YouTube's or at youtube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast is where we're streaming WNBA all season. And make sure you leave a review for us wherever you get your podcast from. Just go ahead and leave a review while you're listening. But other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.